Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your presence and your time taken uh, to support me in the podcast and having this conversation. I hope you're having a great weekend wherever you are in the world. Um, it's a beautiful snowy day over here, but, um, um, you know, it's spring is near. Uh, it's going to be great. It's just a little snow for today, but uh, it'll be great and sunny tomorrow. So I uh, can't wait for tomorrow morning. Um, on this Saturday night, I choose to spend the time with you and I, I wish you uh, a, a great weekend ahead. Um, so today we're going to get down on a topic that I've been wanting to talk for a very long time, but always something came in the way so I thought I will talk about it today because uh, it, it just needed to come out I came across an article um, and I will talk about the article but I will tell you where this what trick where it started okay so the article was on jihad what it says since 1948 almost 10 million Muslims have died at the hands of fellow Muslims so the question, this particular statement triggered something in me and brought back memories. Growing up as a Roman Catholic, I, um, you know, was told that only if you, like every other Christian, only if you um, believe in Jesus Christ, you're going to have it. Otherwise, you're going to hell. So they would badger you, uh, um beat you, abuse you, make you kneel, um, insult you, degrade you, chastise you until you self-convinced yourself that you were a Christian, you were going to heaven. So it was all violence and negative reinforcement in order to drive you to the tip of the iceberg where you're so broken, you're so weak that you finally said, yes, I believed in it. Um, and when you start going to church, the first thing they tell you is only those who believe in Jesus Christ are going to heaven. So on my first time going to church as an official Christian, this is after the age of seven years, because at seven you receive something called the First Holy Communion. And from there onward, you can go to church every Sunday. It's sort of a rite of passage. That, my dear friend, uh, triggered something in me, which says, Okay, so I have uh, friends who are Hindus, who are Muslims. I have uh, friends who are, you know, the Indian cricket team uh, is Hindu. Uh, the hockey team have got Sikhs. The um, people in the market are Hindus, Muslims, Sikhs. My teachers, my friends, are the, you know, they're all Hindus, Muslims, and Sikhs. Everyone are Hindu, Muslims, and Sikhs, and, and they are different groups. Why are only we going to heaven? I mean, the Indian team is going to hell and I'm going to heaven. Um, the uh, hockey team is going to hell and I'm going to heaven. Um, I did come home from the church, from church one day and on my way home, I asked my grandmother, well, I said, Nana, what do you think of, um, uh, what does it mean only Christians are going to hell, uh, to heaven? Why are, why are the others going to hell? She said, keep quiet, don't talk about it. Um, and just, just, believe in it and and come home so i asked my mother a couple of days later and you know i got a really more corrosive um uh answer back saying you always ask too many questions shut your mouth because they knew very well that it didn't make any sense 
Okay, so basically you're indoctrinated to believe that you're isolated, you're cornered and you're indoctrinated to believe in this narrative that you're so special, your your ideology, your whatever God um, is so unique, so supreme that he only cares about you and he's only going to help you. And if you go outside this bubble, uh, basically your bubble is going to burst and you're going to meet with violence. So they indoctrinate you uh, to believe that the violence is on the other side. What they cannot say is that the earth is flat. Okay, they do not understand the concept of cycles. And so the only way to for, to brainwash you is to make you believe that uh, it's us versus then oppressor versus the press. Now, that... Uh, that uh, story sort of triggered uh, many questions down the line. I started reading, I started interpreting, I started questioning, and that question and question and question and question ended up being the the gra- the gravity of knowledge I have today, the bank of knowledge, the library of knowledge that I have accumulated over the last 30 plus years. Um, and it has helped me heal. It has helped me go over the status quo. And I question everything I, I come across. But it stuck in my head saying that it's not possible that the violence is on the outside because we know that the violence is on the inside. We know that it's our currents that form the waves. We know that it's just fear-mongering that they put into you. They give you an interpretation, a negative, corrosive interpretation of pretending that the problem's on the other side. So they create this mode of fear. Uh, this mode of fear... Uh, and you, it's like, you know, if you cross the moat, you'll drown in, in the waters. And so they, they don't even allow you to cross the moat. They don't like you when you, you, they, they, they go against you while you're marrying against other people. Uh, you're marrying other people, you're friends with other people, um, you know, um, they will discourage you to hang around with other people. You have to keep it uh, halal. So uh, right from the time you're young, you have to make sure you go to Christian schools, Christian churches, Christian groups, Christian Sunday school, Christian uh, summer school. Um, it is disgusting. Uh, similarly, uh, with other groups, uh, mainly Abrahamic groups, because it comes from an ideology that only we are pure. But we know the truth that we are. there's no such thing as pure. Everyone is equal. And coming from an Indian narrative where we say that all Indians are brothers and sisters, how can you... Uh, how can you come to that point and say, only I'm going to heaven? One side you're telling me that only um, I'm... Um, Everyone's my brothers and sisters. We have the armed forces who are protecting us, the Hindu, majoritively Hindu. You have the police protecting us, majoritively Hindu. You have uh, some uh, Hindu, Sikh, Muslim. And why am I going to heaven when everyone else is going to hell? They're giving their lives for me. My doctor is Muslim. They're giving their lives for me. But I am going to heaven. It doesn't make sense. And so in order to brainwash you with this ignorance, and which is terribly abrahamic it's supremacist ideology to the core um they have to abuse you so the abuse is on the inside and that's what i mean to say it's our currents that form the waves if there's abuse in your homes there'll be abuse in your um 
on the streets. If there's violence on the streets, there'll be violence at your borders. So we say stop the violence at home and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets and you will stop the violence at your borders. Because the violence at your borders is an extension of the violence of your streets and your homes. So why is there violence at your homes? Because this is ignorant ideology. Okay, This is a flat earth ideology. Now, this is the same for everyone because we are all cosmic currents. All over the world, we are cycles. A magnetic field is a gravitational force. It's We call it chakras, and these chakras are cyclic. Okay, They are just like currents and waves. We are actually currents and waves. We are frequencies that roam in currents and waves. Now, not, not just roam anyhow. We're connected to the, uh, the cycles of the earth because we are controlled by our cosmic field. Our cosmic field is the one that, that has, is driving the show. It's not the physical body. It's our cosmic field. And the cosmic field is, is formed at the center of the earth, controls, it rises up, over uh, through the surface of the earth and it controls um, the cycles of the earth then from the cycles on the top. You can't see this energy field uh, because it's so you know minute, but that's who we are. So we understand that it's our currents that form the waves. But Abrahamic ideology has been so ignorant uh, over the 3,000 years. You see the violence outside. If you go all across the world, 90% of refugees are coming from Abrahamic countries. There's a reason with this, because they cannot understand that the earth is not flat. And you cannot go cleansing the world uh, by, convict, by, by forcing your opinion on them. You cannot go across the world trying to cleanse it and indoctrinate people with your ideology and with your fake secularism, the fake multiculturalism, where on the top you pretend that everyone is nice, we all agree with each other. On the inside, you're abusing people on the core, abuse, 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 to self-convince you your, themselves that they belong to your colonial uh, plantation. That is what the long and the short of the story is. That's why for 3,000 years, if you look at Abrahamic history, there's only violence. Anywhere you go in the world, if there is violence, there is only there's one of the three groups involved. Judaism, Christianity, Christians, and Muslims. That is a common factor. So when you have one common factor, and they're all fo um, following this, this concept, um, what do you expect? You'll expect violence. So when you understand that, that uh, the violence, so much violence on the outside, Violence always starts on the inside. Violence doesn't start on the outside. So when you're saying, oh, black lives matter, uh, whites are killing blacks, but why are you not talking about the violence in your homes, in African-American homes? Why are you not talking about the violence on the streets, in your communities? You're only waking up when the violence reaches the tipping point and with another group, whether what whichever another community that is different from your your uh, your um, compartment, so to speak, your ideological compartment, uh, because you don't understand the science, the basic cosmic science of the species of life. Every single species of life is the same. So it's the same concept when we say um, 
men are bad or men are abusive of women. But why are you pointing the fingers on the other side when the, it's your currents in the waves who forms the waves? It's like saying a mother brings a child into this world, looks after the child, influences the child, molds the child. If the mother uh, beats the child up, if the mother beats uh, the the um, the children, whether boys or girls, and that boy, the boy is abused in their home, the boy is, uh, um, you know, conditioned, uh, manipulated in their homes, This he's raped in their homes, this rape, this manipulation, just violence will transfer to the streets. When that boy is now married to someone else and he continues, those same comments continue and he abuses his wife, you say, oh, men are bad, but you're not looking at the mother who abused the son. So it's important to understand that it's our currents that form the waves. Anything that happens on the outside is an extension that happens on the inside. And we are all the same. There is no difference between any species of life. We all work in the same format. Okay. Um, so that is why, that is why uh, the bulk of these groups, the bulk of this violence is with Abrahamic groups because they do not understand currents and waves. For them, it's all about uh, violence on the inside, convincing you by force, by repression, by negation, by intimid intimidation, uh, by making you hostage to their narrative, then threatening your life with uh, violence, with force, in order to get you to believe that only they are going to have it. It's only because they need slaves. Otherwise, they wouldn't do that. So that's why... Uh, you have more Muslims killing Muslims, you have more Christians killing Christians, you have violence among Jewish tribes, but they will never talk about it. What do they talk about? Oh, Hindus are killing Muslims. You're not bothered about the Muslims killing Muslims. You're not bothered about Hindu, uh, the Christians killing Christians. You're, you're bothered about Hindus killing Muslims. Why? Because you've brainwashed the, your supremacy onto people and tried to tell them that, look, just by value of your label and your indoctrination, you're perfect. You are free. You are safe. And it's always someone who doesn't have your label who is the problem. That means the problems are always on the other side. The oppressor versus the oppressed. Us versus them. God versus evil. So the problem with Christians is always the Hindus, the Muslims, the, the Sikhs. The problem with the Muslims are always the Christian, the Jews, and the, the Hindus. The problem with the Jews is always anti-Semitism from the other side. But they're not going to look at their currents and form the waves. And so so since 1940, yes, there are 10 million Muslims have been, who've died at the hands of fellow Muslims. Why is this a problem? Why is no one talking about it? Because they are absolutely ignorant uh, ideology, uh, ideologists with flat earth. So let's look at some of the numbers. And there was an Israeli envoy, Dan Gilmerson, in 2008, who said when Christians kill Christians... Uh, sorry, when Christians kill Muslims, it's the Crusades. When Jews kill Muslims, it's murder. When Muslims kill Muslims, it's talking. It's like just talking about the weather. No one cares. Okay. Um, so, um, we're looking at numbers um, of violence between Muslims versus Muslims. Okay. Okay. 
uh, a Syrian death count, um, you know, every day comes close to 2,000 uh, in the Syrian uh, civil war. The Turkish-Kurdish death count does not stop, already at 40,000 since 1984, both adding to the big pool of blood across the Middle East. Now, this is Muslim and Muslim, okay? Only during Ramadan, the Kurdistan Party's workers, the PKK death toll, has reached 50 on the Muslims in this Muslim Kurds versus Muslim Turk wars. Um, um, so this excludes uh, the Kurdistan Paki, pa, Workers' Party casualties in Turkey and in northern Iraq due to Turkish military retaliation since they were seldom accurately reported. Uh, Sudan, okay, the um, is another African nation where there was a genocide. Uh, okay, the Sudanese genocide, uh, one point uh, since, sorry, there was a genocide in Sudan, Muslims on Muslims, and this is spiraled, this is over 800,000 people killed, and we don't know how many have been fled as refugees. Then you have the Pakistani genocide from East Pakistan, uh, on East Pakistan, modern day Bangladesh, okay? Uh, according to them, uh, according to the Bangladeshis, there are 3 million murder uh, deaths, um, but according to the uh, to the um, to the Pakistanis, they're not even a few thousand deaths, and well, some other people say one point two million, two five million deaths. But they will never talk about it because a lot of these deaths were Hindus. No one cared about them. No one stood up for them. And Muslims on Muslims again. Who cares? You know. I mean, it's okay to kill Muslims as long as um, as long as uh, you know there are no kufar involved. Uh, that is their mentality. God is going to side with those who win anyway. Uh, in Algeria, the war between 19, in the 90s, uh, the Black Decade, as it's called, La Décennie Noire in French, uh, there were 200,000 deaths of Muslims on Muslims. Well, um, the Iran-Iraq war, sorry, um, <coughs> Sorry, the Iran-Iraq War, 300,000 Muslim minorities killed by Saddam Hussein. <coughs> 80,000 Iranians killed during the Islamic Revolution. 25,000 deaths in 1970-71, the days of the Black September, where the Jordanian government in its fight against Palestinians and 20 thousand Islamists killed in 1982 by an elder al-Assad in Hama. So we know that Pakistanis have killed the most amount of Jews, not the Palestinians, not the Jews. 25,000 deaths in 1970-71 on Black September Day, that was the Arab Civil War. If you want to look it up and research, you're welcome to do that. Um, Osama bin Laden's carnage in Iraq was 150,000 a few years later, okay? Uh, so basically, uh, we have 10 to 11 million Muslims have been violently killed in 1948, um, of which 35,000 died during six years of the Arab war against Israel. So you can minus the 10, 10, um, 
uh, one out of every that's one out of every 315 fatalities. In contrast, over 90% of them have perished due to, with fellow Muslims. Okay, What does it tell you, Muslim on Muslim, that the war starts on the inside because it's your currents that form the waves? Has any one of them even opened their mouths? Or how many Muslims know about this? Um, but what are they preoccupied by? Oh, Israel and Palestine, Kashmir by the great Kufars, uh, the genocide in Kashmir, and now they are spreading the news, oh, the genocide of Indian Muslims in, in India by the, by the fascist uh, BJP government. So they fit out the narrative, they, they drive an agenda, they use PR campaign managers to drive this agenda. Um, they rent the cause, uh, they form the cause, they rent the cause, and they make you hostage of this narrative. And then after you actually believe them, but there are more Muslims killing Muslims and they do not care about it because the violence is in their head. They will never admit it because they are such it is such a supremacist ideology. On the top, in the front, they'll talk about um, peace and love because human beings are about peace and love. It has nothing to do with your label. Every human being is about peace and love, and every species of life is about peace and love. Every species of life, without exception. Well, you can be peace and love to one group, one person, one group of people, whoever you like, and you can be negative to another. And that's part of the world. But the ideology is negative and corrosive. It's about negating, holding you hostage so that they can drive you can they can use you as the mob so they're never going to talk about the ignorance that is causing the trauma on the inside and about people killing their own via the label uh because they are so concentrated on Israel and they are concentrated on Kashmir um according to um i think it was Daniel Pipes the inventory finds the the grisly inventory finds the total number of deaths in conflicts all over the world since 1950, numbering about 85 million. Of that, Muslim Arab deaths in the Arab Israeli uh, conflict uh, were about 46,000, including 11,000 during in Israel's war of independence. That makes 0.05% of all, all deaths in the conflict, or 0.04% of Arab deaths in the Arab-Israeli con, uh, conflict. Uh, but no one will talk about that. They, they magnify only what they want to do. This is typical of Abrahamic ideology. They do not understand currents and waves. Um, now, this is not all. You have the deaths happening in the Arab Spring, um, Saddam, Saddam Hussein's Iraq, Jordan, the Elder Assad Syrian War in the 80s, the Iran-Iraq War, the Bin Laden campaign in Iraq, the Iranian Islamic Revolution and the Turkish-Kurdish conflict uh, caused 1.65 million Muslim deaths by Muslims compared to less than 50,000 deaths that's 46,000 deaths in the Arab-Israeli conflict since 1950, including fatalities during Operation Cast Lead, which came after, um, which happened. For those who don't have a calculator, um, let me tell you, 50% is only 1.65% 
uh, is only 3% of 1.65 million. So that's a lot of debts, uh, but not one of them will talk about it, and no one even knows, no one even cares, uh, because they're more important about the crusade. And more importantly, it's an ignorant ideology where they refuse to take responsibility, but they want equal opportunity. And they brainwash you to look on the other side because by virtue of your label, you are perfect. You will never understand that the problem is not on the outside, the problem is on the inside. Again, these are Muslims. Let me go to Christianity because I'm a Christian. I was born Christian. Um, so... Someone asked me, why did no one talk about the Armenian conflict? Okay. Um, if you look at a um, little before the Ukrainian war, there was a war between, in Armenia between Azerbaijan and Armenia. And Turkey, Turkey supported Azerbaijan. No one came to uh, Armenia's help. No one. Okay. Armenia is a small country sandwiched between Azerbaijan and Turkey, and Turkey killed 1.5 million Armenians during uh, uh, their campaign in in um, in the in the 19 uh, in the 19, between 1914 and 1920 I think uh, there was a genocide they took most of the land and Turkey is sitting on ancient land by the empire the Tur by uh, the um, uh, our Armenian Empire, but they will not talk about it. They deny that anything happened. They said they were there to help the uh, the Armenians. They did not kill the Armenians. The problem was with Armenia, not the Turks. Okay, that's perfect. So there's uh, history there, but uh, there was a land. There was there was a recent conflict because part of Armenian land was in our Azerbaijan's uh, territory and vice versa, and Azerbaijan wanted it back, uh, and. And, uh, of course, Turkey absolutely despises Armenia to the core, uh, literally despises. A lot of Turks are Armenian descent, uh, and they were forcibly converted in, in, uh, during the new Turkish state, um, or they faced debt. And so a lot of Turks converted. Um, here we are, having said that, there was a war. Not one American uh, Christian nation came to the help. Help. They were not even talking about it in the newspapers. They were so shit scared. Okay, so shit scared. They did not even talk about it, and they were disgusting. Uh, Five thousand deaths. No Christian country came to their help. Uh, out of which I think I think there were a little less than, but two and a half thousand each side approximately. Okay. The Ukrainian war, my friend, is another war that's going on. It's also a Christian war for those who don't know. Okay, it's uh, Orthodox Christian on Orthodox Christian. Now, whichever denomination, there's Christian on Christian war. Imagine there is about 200,000 approximate deaths on both sides, loss of life, refugees uh, across the board. Uh, it's a mess. Is anyone talking about uh, how Christians are being persecuted? I mean, if, if you talk about persecution, then you should talk about Christians persecuting pre-Christians, right? Why are you talking about Hindus uh, persecuting Christians? Because you want to divert the attention away from what is really going on, that you are not a religion, you are not an ideologue, you're not, you, the God doesn't exist. It's just a colonial empire. Their colonial empire is material, feudal, power-grabbing, uh, political humbug. 
okay? And they do not understand basic science. The basic science, it's, it's your currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. And you don't have the courage to accept that your currents are corrosive, are full of garbage. You, you, you're just absolutely ignorant. There's no balance to it. You don't know how to balance the magnetic field. You do not know how to um, clean and, and, and introspect and this is the basis of Abrahamic ideology. Indoctrinate yourself, uh, brainwash yourself, and then after that you blame the other side because you're so ignorant. Because God has told you now you're, he's sending you to heaven, um, and now you don't have, and he's going to cleanse your sins. So the problem is not you, the problem is the other side. And so they, they all they do is keep screaming, this one killed this one, that one killed that one, uh, he, uh, uh, this one is racist, that one is um, fascist. The only thing they can do is call people names, but they will never introspect, never. And this is the problem, the source of the problem. So if you want to be better than, you want to be better than, you have to understand it doesn't matter what others think of you. It doesn't matter what others say. Uh, it matters what you think of yourself. And it, remember, it's your currents that form the waves. Uh, offload the baggage. Understand the layers and the layers and the layers of history that make you up, uh, embedded in your DNA, and you will heal. Once you heal, uh, you will meet people who heal. You will clean up your, your currents. You will have better waves, cleaner waves. Uh, you will be balanced. You will not be in turbulence. And once you're not in turbulence, you will not have a problem in hell. Life will be much better. You will meet people who match you. Uh, but remember that these people pointing back at others are brainwashed with an ideology that do not see themselves in the mirror, that do not know how to introspect, that they believe that they're so great that uh, they have done no wrong. What they don't understand <coughs> is that when you come to the junction in life, any junction, okay, any junction you come to in life, there are 360 degrees in a cycle. So every junction comes to the Every spoke, every spoke, every current comes to the bring forms of waves that will come to that junction that's exactly the same as the wave next to you. And we all have issues and we have to all take our responsibility, but not the Abrahamic groups because it's it's an it's a belief system that believes that the problem is on the other side, the problem is not on the inside, and they have sold their bread uh, for such a high price. They cannot tell you now that their ideology is weak, their ideology is ignorant, the ideology is is not their problem. Their ideology is a flat earth issue, um, and they will never never take their responsibility for their crimes upon humanity, for their for for. Or the foundation that is um, is wrong for them, and so they keep continuing the narrative because they've already sold it to you. So they keep continuing and continuing and continuing. They cannot tell you that it's absolutely false. There is no one size fits all because we're all currents and waves. So next time someone says, oh, well, the Hindus are fascist, BJP's fascist, Modi's fascist, the Hindus are killing, we say, look at you. Look at you, the 10 million Muslims have died at the hands of other Muslims from 1948. Is it someone else's fault? 
Look at yourself in the mirror. When some Christians tell you that they are persecuted, uh, you tell them, look at yourself in the mirror. For 2,000 years, what did you do? And you're still doing this. You are brainwashing people to um, manifest a negative attitude. Once the negativity happens on the inside, you brainwash them with fear-mongering. You will manifest that negativity on the outside, and you're only going to face people who match you. So when you're facing people that match you, don't cry that the problem's on the other side. Why are your currents distorted and turbulent? Because it's your currents that form the waves. You do not want to take responsibility for the the skeletons you've left behind. Clean that up. Understand you're not going to any heaven when you die. You're going six feet below the ground. And it is your duty to take that responsibility. And and look at yourself in the mirror rather than look on the other side. Because that is absolutely ignorant to the core. Uh, The bulk of Muslims are killed by fellow Muslims. It's time that they take the responsibility. The bulk of Christians are killed by fellow Christians. They have to take their responsibility. And similarly for all groups, when you have uh, non-Vedic people, the Sanatanis passing away or dying or conflict, the problem's on the inside, not on the outside. It is important that you understand this. This is the cycle of life. It has nothing to do with a label. And we have to heal, my friends. Make every single junction into an intellectual laboratory. Understand that it's your currents that form the waves. And it's not the label that defines the mentality. It's the mentality that defines the label. Um, And if anyone ever tells you that you're responsible for someone else's faults and someone else's issues, say no. It's you. Look at you on the inside. The problem is on the inside. Clean, take your responsibility, and you will get equal opportunity. So on that note, um, I wish you a great evening. Um, Don't let anyone tell you that you're going to heaven or you're going to hell only if you believe in so-and-so thing, because the cosmos is eternal. It's never-ending. We don't know where it started. We don't know when it'll end. Uh, So no one can tell you that there's a beginning and an end. It's ridiculous. No one tells you that you're going to heaven and you're going to hell if you just believe in something. Your duty is to change and to up, update, uphold. Uh, like a computer, you have to clean the cache all the time. You have to C-A-C-H-E. Uh, you have to clean the memory all the time. And you have to offload data so that you can make space for something better, balance, and you will manifest a balanced energy. You will meet people who are as balanced as you. On that note, I wish you a great day, a great weekend. Thank you for listening to me. Uh, and do, uh, do share this podcast with as many people as you want, um, and uh, with your friends, your family, and Facebook for and and your social media sites. And hopefully, do the research, have that conversation, and we can all heal together. Thank you very much, and God bless.